Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to this, if you are listening to this. So I'm going to start, um, I'm going to try to put all of these segments together in the same episode and make them very brief, but I am reading a book as a part of my morning routine. I'm reading books, and I want to start incorporating some Um, summarizing some of the points that I get from these books. I highlight and I take notes, but I think it would be a good idea to actually um, vocalize some of the points because um, and talk about them with others because it will help to absorb the information. And one of the books that I'm actually rereading right now is Think and Grow Rich. And one of the the things from this book that a lot of people have taken from it that have, you know, caused them to be successful is not reading this book um, once, but reading it over and over and also reading it with others and developing like um, a like-minded mastermind team, not just for studying the book, but for all things. This is um something, um, a principle that you should do in all things that you are trying to achieve success in, whether it's your business or a project, um, some kind of endeavor that you're taking, whether it's just um, studying life. Um, Having a mastermind will allow you to tap into not just your own ideas, but the ideas of others as well, and allow you guys to interchange your ideas and come up with better solutions, with more successful um, achievements just by having that group. So that is one of the things that's actually suggested in the preface, the preface of this book. So, um, I want to start, um, I've, I wanted to start kind of an online book club. I didn't know how to go about it quite yet. I do have a book list, um, that I'm anxious to read and I would like, I would love to not only read it, but, you know, read it with others and discuss it. And like I said, form some kind of a mastermind team on, you know, like-minded people who have similar goals and who want to go in similar directions and um, see how that can work with bouncing ideas off of each other. So all that to say, I don't want to explain this in further segments. I just want to get into it. And this is the first one. So I'm going to go ahead and get into it. Okay, so, so far I am... Still on the first chapter, but I've gained some key points so far that I want to highlight. And that's pretty much what I'm going to do is just highlight some key points that I pull from what I'm reading so far, what makes sense to me or what pops out. So, so far, um, the summary and the things that have popped out to me are thoughts are things. That is pretty much the main idea of this book. Thoughts are things. And they're powerful things at that. Um, he goes on to explain how a discovery of, you know, Edwin C. Barnes, um, his discovery was not only that thoughts are things and and powerful, but when you're in the process of thinking and growing rich, it can come little by little beginning with a burning desire. So it's a must that you have a desire for what you want. And also that your desire is definite. So know what you want and be passionate about it. Um, 
And then he goes on um, speaking on the opportunity that was presented to um, Mr. Edison, who was trying to become a partner with. Okay, this is part two, guys. Sorry that was cut off abruptly. Um, I didn't realize it. So I was I left off saying that um, Edison was presented with an opportunity. Um, he basically came up with this invention, which ended up being the Edifone. And it um, ended up becoming very um, successful and actually um, manifested his desire, which was originally to become a partner in some way with Barnes. So um, when he originally had the burning desire, we talked about that, he didn't know all of the house, he didn't have any money, he didn't have, um, you know, know all of the house, he just know, knew what his, he wanted his end result to be, and he was stuck on it. Um, and I apologize if I actually, um, like I said, the segment was cut off abruptly uh, when I had the book in front of me was when I recorded it and now I'm on my way to work, but I can pretty much go off of memory. Um, it just might be a little, um, less exact than what the book said, but, um, basically the points are still in my head. So his, um, he had the burning desire and he didn't know how he was going to go about being partners with Barnes, but he ended up having, um, an opportunity um, when he had this invention, he had this creation, and there were other naysayers around him that could have um, deterred him away um, because at the time he didn't really possibly maybe see that it could be successful or see how it could connect to him becoming partners with Barnes. But he kept, he, he was open-minded and he listened to Barnes' advice and he went with the flow and he allowed um, the 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 invention to become successful he allowed it to take off regardless of what other people may have said or their opinions so with that being said that kind of goes into being um having an open mind and being open to opportunity in other words you could say being ready for opportunity because that was the next point that I was going to go into that stood out to me in the book was that you have to be ready for the opportunity when it presents yourself and you have to be determined to get ready and stay ready so along with having a burning desire you have to be ready at all times because the opportunity might not come in the way that you expect it to come it might not come how you expect it to come it may not come in the same direction it may come as a failure or as defeat and um this the book also mentioned he mentioned in the book that this is a why a lot of people possibly don't reach their their desires because they give up and that leads into another point that stood out to me in the book was that um a lot of reasons people fail to reach in their successes because they have a habit of quitting and one of the um, the other things that stood out to me before that that was um, written in the book was that, you know, this thing about thoughts become things, it works as long as you apply a handful of principles with it, as long as you have a burning desire, right, as long as you stay open. And the other things that were mentioned so far from what I've read is that you have to have initiative, um, you have to have faith, and you have to have the will to win. So that all goes into just staying steadfast and believing in the end result, no matter how long it takes and remaining open the entire time.
and ready the entire time so that when the opportunities do um, present themselves to you, you can see them, you can acknowledge them, you can accept them. Sometimes you don't even know that you're accepting them, but if you have a, a readiness about you and your mindset is right, then you will accept the opportunity. Um, so after that, um, after he goes into talking about how failure um, happens because a lot of people give up, um, that habit of quitting is um, the last point that I think I was mentioning. And he goes into a story about a man who was mining for gold and he found some gold. <coughs> he actually saved up and, and pulled together some money to get this this machine, this mining machine, so that he can continue to mine for the gold in this particular area. So he's mining for gold. He's uh, getting the gold. And then all of a sudden it stops. He mines for a little bit more and then it just, you know, it stops. So he thinks that, okay, you know, this is it. This is, I got all the gold that I can get. So let me go ahead and sell this machine. He sold the machine to a junk man and the junk man was wise enough to, um, get expert advice. He went to a mining engineer and had him do some calculations and the engineer told him that, you know, there's more gold. There's another, there's more gold about three feet from here. And it was three feet approximately from where the last person stopped. Okay. So all that to say is you could be close to your the success that you're looking for or the breakthrough that you're looking for or the thing that you are desiring for but your desire has to be not only passionate but you also have to be determined and with that determination comes not quitting do not quit and when you're ready to quit do not quit before getting expert advice that was the last point that I wanted to point out that the book that popped out in the book for me don't quit when you feel like quitting get expert advice and keep going because sometimes that's all the nudge and the push that you need. So that's it. I'm about to go into the garage, the underground garage at work. So this is going to go out, I think. I don't know if that has anything to do with this. But um, I will talk to you guys later and I will be recording more summaries of Think and Grow Rich. Bye. Okay, so this is going to finish summarizing the rest of chapter one. So, in the rest of chapter one, um, we talk quickly. Um, he gave up. And he sold his machine to another guy and the other guy got expert advice and that expert allowed him to make a calculated um, decision on where to continue mining. And it was only three feet away from where the last guy stopped and he got all the gold. So that was his lesson. Do not give up. Um, stay persistent. And when you feel like giving up, seek expert counsel. And um, one of the parts that I highlighted says, before success comes in any man's life, he is sure to meet with much temporary defeat and perhaps some failure. So persistence is definitely um, the key there. And then um, the next story he goes into talks about a young girl, a little girl who's a, a child, and she um, came in to 
I'm not going to go into detail about this story, but basically it was a young child and she was bringing um, her mom's rent, I believe it was, to um, the owner or whoever was collecting the rent, the, the older man. And um, the child walked in the door and the man, it's like he didn't want to be bothered with her. He told her to go away. Um, this was back in the day. I think the little girl was black and the, this was an older white man. So he just told her to basically shoo away. And the little girl was like, no, um, my mother told me to bring you this money. And um, he told her to go away. And she, she didn't move. She just stayed there. So he walked up to her and then she um, yelled um, again that her mom has to, I don't know, it says I have to have the 50 cents. So she was either coming to give him money or collect money or something. But anyway, she yelled it <laughs> at him again. So he ended up, um, what does it say? The uncle stopped, looked at her for a minute, then slowly laid the barrel stave on the floor, put his hand in his pocket, took out half a dollar and gave it to her. Okay, so she was asking for money. So basically, um, his message in that was how a child, and at that time a black child, had that much power. What was it in that moment that allowed her to have that power to command um, the man to do as she was requesting. And, um, that, um, he goes into the message of to keep going and be persistent again. And then, um, basically he goes into basically a kind of prefacing, prefacing. I can't, I always say that word wrong. So hopefully I said it right. But um, prefacing, like, what's to come in the next chapter and the next chapters, basically he's going to reveal in such a way um, what that power is that that young child had at that moment. Um, so for now, um, he closes the chapter out by speaking on how um, people who are able to analyze their failures and their challenges are able to the ones that are able to get through them. So you have to be able to take failure and and actually study it and analyze it in order to learn your lessons. And that's basically what he has done. Um, I have a couple of highlighted things. It says fear in the minds of people gradually fade away and become faith. And that is... Um, Oh, well, before that, it says, um, just as an electric electrician in the theater raises the light so gradually that darkness is transmuted into light before you realize it, so did the spell of fear in the minds of people gradually fade away and become faith. And this is what, when he was speaking on what President Roosevelt did as far as getting people to come out of the depression that they were after the Great Depression um, and changing their mindset after that. And another thing I highlighted um, says, everything you touch will begin to transmute itself into an asset before your benefit. And this is basically after he says, um, if you apply these principles, um, then your financial status can begin to improve. Um, so...
Oh, he was going into saying that you have to have a success conscious and not a failure conscious. So you have to be focused on your success and not your failures, but you you need to be able to analyze your failures for the benefit of yourself and and be success focused. Um, and that would be the reason why you're analyzing your failures to learn your lessons so that you can um, translate that into opportunity. So that's pretty much. Oh, and then um, one last part, I think. Um, desire. He goes into mentioning desire again. We know that that was one of the key principles that you need to have. And um, basically, if you have a desire um, with that, you need to not give up on your desire and keep going. So I wrote down desire is the principle and to keep going is how you apply that principle. So you need a, a desire that keeps going um, in order for the in order for this to work. And um, something else I highlighted, our brains become magnetized with the dominating thoughts, which we hold in our minds. Intense desire. Until the desire for money drives us. Okay, let me just read this. He should have told us, and he is speaking on um, the quote, I am the master of my fate. I am the captain of my soul. He is basically saying that added to that should be before we can accumulate riches in the great abundance in great abundance, we must magnetize our minds with intense desire for riches that we must become money conscious until the desire for money drives us to create definite plans for acquiring it. And that was pretty much the last thing I highlighted in this chapter. So I'm going to go on into chapter two, moving a little slow. But, you know, I had to speed up my morning routine uh, a few days because it's, 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 it's challenging to wake up at 4.15 in the morning. And I'm not going to lie, I'm still setting that alarm and I have other <laughs> alarms set. And normally I will wake up at 5 to get to work to be able to take my slow time in the morning and get to work at seven. But a lot of times I was waking up at like 5.30. I try not to wake up past 5.30 and then I can, you know, still make, make it realistically if I want to take the train more often, which is what I need to go back to doing because I kind of slipped away from doing that. Um, I would need to wake up at five for sure or have more things ready the night before. All that being said, in order to incorporate also a morning routine that I kind of put together for my 21-day um, morning routine challenge, I have been getting up, and one thing I've not gone a day without doing is first thing, reading my goals. I have it listed out and taped to the end of my bed, so when I wake up, as soon as I pop up, I can see it and read it, no matter how groggy I am. I just, um, you know, lean forward and read it. And then I also go over my to-do list. And then, oh, and I, before that, before I even do that, I write in my journal some positive writing or grateful writing. Okay, so that part has been pretty consistent. And then it's just, um, since I haven't been waking up at 4.15, I've been waking up more like 5.15 
like an hour later, I kind of have to rush through the whole tea thing, exercising, which I kind of been skipping because I was having some pains in my chest. So <laughs> like it's just been all over the place, not too all over the place. It's just been like kind of rushed. And um, the other thing was spending some time with my plants, which in visualizing and watering my plant, which I've been doing, it's just been really like the speed of light so like get up and you know or I'll take my tea with me um but realistically I, I want to have time to actually sit down and sip my tea and read my book so with that being said this um the reading has been kind of sped up like literally um the other day I read two pages but I was like I gotta get everything done and get into this morning routine and stay consistent and I'm going to still do that it's just challenging to wake up at 4.15. I've been listening to a lot of motivational videos. I actually listened to, um, what's her name? Mel Robbins. And she was talking about how one day it just, it just, it was just one day all of a sudden it worked for her and she didn't have to hit the snooze button anymore. And I'm really trying to aim to get to that point where I don't have to hit the snooze button anymore. That I can train my body to just get up. Or whatever time I set the alarm, once I hear it, I get up because my mind is strong enough to know that, you know, I'm motivated enough to do whatever it is I set out to do for that day. Um, so I'm just trying to get to that point. So um I'm not sure even what today is, like as far as number rise. I will have to go and look back and see when I started, but I know it's not twenty one days yet, so I still have a ways a ways to go. So I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to get it better. Um, this is the weekend. I still plan on doing everything on the weekends as well. No days off. So, um, But hopefully over the weekend, I can get more reading in and maybe I can summarize chapter two and three at least, you know, two chapters at a time um, for the weekend. And then we can um, keep it going. So there are... I think it is looks like 14 chapters in this book. Oh, 15, maybe 16. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so well that's we can do this. I can do this. <laughs> and I'm excited to do this because I've been meaning to reread this book for the longest, literally probably maybe a couple of years now. So I'm excited. It's the it's the right time. So um yeah, so that was more than just a summary of chapter one. Um, but I, going forward, I'm just going to try to keep this in this episode. The rest of the segments will literally just be summaries of what I have read so far. And that's it for now. I will talk to you guys later and stay tuned and have a prosperous day. Bye.